Welcome to the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. I'm so excited to be with you today. And I got my friend Jimmy Page with me. And Jimmy is a big dog leader. And we've been having a blast, man. We've been hanging out. You good? It's been awesome, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How about the lunch? We we're just talking about the lunch. The lunch we just was had lunch. Ridiculous. It was crazy. We've been eating fajitas and I don't know what all we were eating. It is crazy. So we're we're ready to go here. We're going to talk some leadership the next few minutes. And so welcome to the show, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good. It's awesome to be here. Yeah, it's good. You got your coffee and I'm set, man. And you're you're loaded up. Yeah. All right. So Jimmy's all the way down in Atlanta right now with me from Baltimore. He lives in the Baltimore area. Does a lot of great work up there. He's a speaker, writer, uh, coach. He's just a big dog leader, like I said. And so. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to have you. Uh, one of the things you do, Jimmy, is you are a, a writer and you, you're always growing, talking about growth. We talk about growth a lot. We say your capacity to grow determines your capacity to lead. And you actually lead in an organization. You got about 150 people in your, in your organization that you lead. And talk about that just for a second. So we say all the time, growing leaders grow organizations. What if the leader, you know, we got a lot of people listening who are leaders. What if they're not growing? I mean, talk about how that hurts a hurts an organization. Yeah, I think when the leader's not growing, everybody around them grows complacent. You know, everyone is needs a push, needs a coach. You know, and if you're a coach of coaches, uh, coaches, a leader of leaders, if you're not being led well, if that person's not infusing new information, um, not caring about your own growth, then I'm going to grow complacent as a leader. Yeah, and I'm not incentivized to to push and to strive toward the goals that we have. I lose energy. In the end, yeah. if I'm not being led well, I lose energy and passion for what I'm doing. If the leaders above me don't care as much about what I'm doing as I do, then <laughs> I get complacent. I lose energy and passion for it. Yeah. And when that happens, I become real unproductive. Yeah. So if you're out there listening, man, that's a that's a great word there, Jimmy, that to, for us to set the pace. You know, it's one of the phrases we use sometimes, too. One of the fun things you're involved in is you have written some books. One of the books you wrote was with a couple of guys, uh, Dan Britton, and and then one guy that will be familiar to a lot of our listeners is John Gordon. And you guys wrote a book called One Word. I, I'd love to hear a little more about you know where did one word come from? You guys, uh, yeah, you know I know the story, yeah. but tell tell them and and give share with us that concept and the power how you've seen the power of that that focus on transformation now yeah talk talk to us a little bit about that share a little bit of the story of, of one word well everything we write is designed to be simple and powerful you know i just don't believe that if you're reading a book and it's 242 pages and and it's very complicated by the end you're probably not going to have a lot of takeaways probably not even going to make it to the it's end. it's not going to make it yeah you're not going to make it to the end i won't yeah so we we are designing everything we write to be simple and powerful so this concept of one word one word that will change your life is literally all about life change. Life change right now in all dimensions of your life. And it really was born out of the out of frustration and failure, a disappointment mm. with a lack of life change that we really wanted. So as we as Dan my co-authors and I were doing life together, we discovered that we weren't having the um, the degree of impact we wanted. We weren't becoming the men that we wanted to become. Mm. It was slow growth, a lot of frustration and failure because we were relying on these long New Year's resolutions, these long lists of things we were going to get done. And we finally decided, hey, we're going we're gonna to strip it all away and we're going to focus more on who we're going to become as men, as leaders, uh, as leaders in our community, in our homes, etc. 
So we f- started to filter everything in our life through one word. So how much more simple can you be than one, one word, year. right? Yeah, it's right. just like. And so at the beginning, it was like, is it two words? Can we go to two words? Can it be hyphenated? You know, <laughs> you're the author. I don't. Right. Can we use two words? It's just no. one. Okay. Yeah. In the in the year the book came out, I actually wanted to hyphenate the word, and they they pressured me out of it. So <laughs> that's good. Um, my word was life giving, but I dropped it and it became just life. Okay. So. So, but, so tell us about, so how's it work? You pick one word. I mean, some, yes. some of us have read the book, but if you, if you, if you've not read the book, you pick a word and, and talk about how you, A, give us a little bit of how you choose the word yeah. and then the power of the focus that it, that it produces and some of the, you know, stories you've seen. Yeah. I think the coolest thing is, um, you know, we've seen it work with kids who were four years old all the way up to people in their eighties, nineties. Um, the simplicity of choosing one word for the year provides the focus that you need to drive life change. And so the process is simple. Look in, look up, and look out. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're trying to keep this easy. That's it. Look That's in it. Is, is that contemplative phase. It's where you shut off the noise of life. It's the thing that most of us crave, that, that reflection, the inward reflection, and, and very few of us actually take the time to do it. Yeah. So we design that first stage of looking in as a preparation stage a stage where you unplug from all of your technology, you keep it quiet, and you ask yourself three questions in the look-in phase. What do I need? What's in my way? Well, you know, what's preventing me from being my absolute yeah, best? Yeah, where are the barriers? And yeah, what, yeah and, and what has to go? And when you start to really listen and write down the answers to those questions, it becomes very apparent the direction that you need, the, the, the maximum change that you need starts to bubble up to the surface. But you've got to prepare. You know, Abe Lincoln once said, hey, you know, if I had eight hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend the first six sharpening my axe. Mm. Well, we need that reflective time, that that getaway time to be able to really discern what we need most. Yeah. So that's that look-in phase. You know, looking up is a little deeper. It's where we plug in, in our case, you know, three men of faith, uh, three men who believe that God has created us for a particular purpose, for a particular destination. Um, you know, we plug into God and we ask him one simple question. Um, what do you want to do in me and through me this year? Mm. So if my life was going to be about others, right. what change needs to happen inside of me so that I can become most effective for others? Yeah. And then the, the companion question there is, um, you know, what are, what do other people need from me? Yeah. You know, who do they need me to be? Yeah. Where can I add value? Yeah, where, exactly. yeah, where can I add value? And as you start to discern those two questions, it starts to give you a forward focus on the word that you might select for that year. And that's really the moment of truth. That's yeah. where you're trying to receive from God the word for the year, yeah. something that can really uh, propel you forward. Now, a lot of people d- define their relationship with God, their faith journey differently. Right, so whatever. It, it doesn't people, matter. People all over the place. That's right. Everybody right. has an intuition. But Everybody but, knows themselves very, very well. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to, to discern. And, and as leaders, direction. we really all have a responsibility, whether they're a person of faith or not, we all have a responsibility to steward the life we're given and, and right. to leverage the gifts and the influence. Because, you know, obviously a lot of great people, hopefully they, they do, are rightly related to God. But if not, yeah. you know, it's still that it, oh, yeah. you don't want to just be some self-serving leader. You want right. to be, we, we say the best leaders are servant leaders. So yes. that's great. So the third piece then. Third piece is, is look out. Look out, okay. And so, that's all about living it out. You know, that yeah. begins the journey. Once you've discovered that word and you put it in place, how do I keep that word front and center? Yeah. Because it could be just like a New Year's resolution where you have your big long list and yeah. you never look at it again and you forget about it 10 minutes yeah. later. But we've said, hey, put it front and center. So what we do every year as a family, New Year's Eve, 
We'll get the group together. We paint our words on a canvas. Okay. And we put them up in our kitchen. Every different person. Every, every person. Every, you and your wife, all yep. your four kids, you all have a different word. They're all there. They're all there. That's and good. it becomes a, a regular part of our conversation. Like, it's, are you living out your word? Are you living it out? Yeah, yeah. That's what good. change is it making? And, and, you know, sometimes we'll use it as a club. That's more fun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, hey your not, word is kindness. <laughs> yeah. You're not very kind right now. Yeah, you know? that's good. Yeah. So, so are you, uh, uh, as you, as you think back over the last several years now, you guys wrote this book a few years ago, give me, give me two or three of your words that you've chosen, like how, yeah. or that some yeah. of your family, what are well, some examples here? I think one of the most powerful words that was ever selected was by my wife. She, in 2008, she was diagnosed with cancer. Okay. Uh, pretty bad situation. Very, very low odds for survival beyond yeah. even two years. Yeah. And her word for the following year, 2009 became believe. Yeah. You know, we discovered we got a lot of bad news over and, and over, over and over yeah. again. You guys were getting pounded. We were was... getting pounded. And I remember thinking to myself, boy, it would be easy to lose heart and to lose faith in these moments. Yeah. But her word for the year was believe. And, and she would pull a lot of different uh, inspirational quotes during the year. Yeah. And, and we spent a lot of time believing that nothing would be impossible. Yeah. That, and and, yeah. and I know, let me, let me interrupt. I know part of your story was, and this is how this sort of filters, part of your story was you would not let basically a doctor or anybody on your team, your doctor team, yeah. unless they believe she could get well, right? That's I mean, right. that was one of the criteria. We talk, inter- talk about that. Oh, I mean, yeah. It gave you a way to filter that. That that word became really instrumental in, in assembling whole our year. medical I mean, team every, for the whole year. Yeah. So as we started to look at assembling that medical team that was going to hopefully pull her out of this cancer journey yeah. Yeah. with success and healing, we would interview doctors. We would interview surgeons. And if they didn't believe, they, they could be on the team. If, yeah. <laughs> if out. they didn't believe that she could be well. Yeah. And there was optimism and hope. We we didn't select them, and we literally, you know, selected out seven or eight doctors before we got our selected team. And man, we never looked back from yeah. there. And now, uh, what nine, eight, nine years later, she's doing great. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Now, what a blessing. Okay, so um, give give me a couple other words you've used. Uh, that's one. Yeah. Your- one one of the words I I like to mention is uh, is my word detox. Okay, so you, know, you used so, detox one year. Okay, yeah. So detox, you know, that brings raises a lot of eyebrows. Yeah, you know, right. people are like, man, you got problems, right? Yeah. You got issues. Well, you know, I did. I, I didn't realize the amount of information, toxic information, that I was was uh, exposing myself to. Whether it was news channels with all the bad news that they had yeah. over and over again, or whether it was uh, negative thinking. Yeah. Some of it was just in my head. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. toxic thinking. Yep. Yeah. Uh, pessimistic thinking, whatever uh, feelings of doubt, yeah, all of those things, and and I really had an opportunity to detox, yeah, to to get all that garbage out of my head, to take those thoughts captive, crush them, and replace them with something more positive and optimistic. Yeah. Um, it, it even bled into my physical health, yeah, you know, where all of a sudden I started taking a look at my food choices, and I'm a healthy guy, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm I'm committed to this. You, you actually spent. What seventeen years in the health and wellness yeah. industry? I believe and that was in your it. business. I believe in ago. it, and I believe in a direct effect of being your absolute best physically links to everything else you do as a leader. Yeah. So when I started detoxing my food choices and looking at stuff, you know, yeah. habits and oh, it and, was a and mess. just a little promo. We're going to actually do a, a show next week on on this uh, together. I'm Jimmy's going to be kind enough to to uh, join us again and, and take us down the health and wellness road. So that's going to be great. But but so. Yeah, so you you were detoxing basically every area of your yeah, life. I mean, just the right. word sort of yeah. becomes the the focal point of everything. Yeah. Correct? It's the filter, and you know, in the end, 
you will see life change in every single aspect that you surrender to that word. Yeah, that's good. So I improved physically. My physical health got dramatically better. My yeah. relationships got better. I, I realized the words I was speaking over my kids maybe were a little bit more um, tough than yeah. I wanted to. It needed to be a little ten more tender. Yeah. Started detoxing the things that I would say. That's great. Yeah. yeah. A lot of change that year. That's good. Sure. Another thing I want I want to talk to you about, and I think a lot of leaders miss this. I, I, I you know, been hanging out with you. I, I see this all the time in you that that you and you mentioned a minute ago when you're talking about looking in and and just writing down, taking the notes. You 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 travel mm-hmm. with a, a book and you you always got a notebook. You're always writing all stuff the time. down. Talk to talk to us a little bit about why you do that and a little bit about the power of that in the mm-hmm. life of a leader to be a you know yeah. I'll call it a student. You call it what yeah. you want to define right. it for us and and. Well, I consume a lot of information. Yep. And, uh, you know, I consume it by podcast. I, so I do audio stuff, I read stuff. But I've discovered that when I learn something, you know, part of that learning process is taking information, digesting it, writing it down in my own handwriting, yep. creating three dimensional records of things, yeah, so yeah. to speak. A lot of people will jot stuff down in their phones, they'll put their notes in there. Yep. And, and I do that too. Yeah. But a lot of times, what I'll do is I'll write it down on paper. And I'll take a picture of that and pop it into Evernote okay. so I can search by anything that I've just written. Exactly. But but this reinforces the learning process for me. How long have you been doing this? Oh, as long as I can remember. Yeah. I mean, I've got books filled with stuff. And, <laughs> and you know, I, I still can remember where I wrote it yep. in a notebook because you have the dimensional learning to it. And you take that and, and you're a speaker, national speaker. You do stuff all over the place. Uh, you, you obviously are able to take ideas that you get and then be able to share them later. Yeah. Talk about not just the leader who writes it down, but the, the importance of teaching it back to your team or yeah. teaching it to whoever, That's I right. mean, your audience, whatever. That's right. Talk about that. Well, as a leader, the first step for me is always to put it into practice. Yeah. So if I receive, I mean, I got four pages of notes from you over the last couple of days. <laughs> I got a lot of work to do personally, yeah. right? That's good. So I'm going to implement a whole bunch of things in my own life. Yeah. And I'm always looking at it with the eye to how can I then give this away? Yeah. But I never, I try never to give something away that I'm not personally practicing and believing in. Right. So my first step is always embody this this point. Yeah. You know, if this is something I'm going to change. It goes back to what we talked about at the beginning. You want yeah. to be growing before you try to help That's others. Right. That's yeah, right. And have integrity in it, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to tell you to do something that if I'm not, not even doing. live out. Yeah. So I, I'll live it out and I'll try it on for size. And if it works for me, then I am, I'm eager to pass it on to my leadership team. Yeah, that's great. Uh, okay, let's let's go a little deeper here. You talk about uh, one of the, one of the topics that you talk about, and you actually do um, some speaking for John Gordon's company, and uh, your your the whole message of John's got a new book out, Power of Positive Leadership, mm-hmm. and uh, you do a lot on positivity. Talk about energy bus and all that kind of stuff. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the importance of being positive as a leader, optimism as a leader, that sense of belief that you and your wife had years ago. Yeah. And all, all that stuff that, that leaders, I think, sometimes are just in the fire. You know how it is. I mean, they're yeah. in the fire all the time. And it's real easy to to lose perspective and go south in our thinking, negative and critical. And, you know, some yeah. leaders lead one way or the other. Talk about positivity and, and how that's been important in your own life. It's one of the things that's really transformed the way I think and the way I live. Yeah. You know, because it is easy to go negative, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like if, oh. I, I could throw something out negative. I could yeah. complain about something right now. Yeah. And within five minutes, we all could be just dumping more complaints on it. Yeah. You know, I could be criticizing someone and that leads to more criticism. Yeah. Being positive creates a different type of energy. And I, I've discovered that energy is a choice. Right. Uh, you know, every single day I get to decide what kind of day I'm going to have. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I get to decide how I'm going to respond to adversity. For example, I get to choose my attitude and my energy every single day. But it's also contagious. So the choice I make about my energy, you know, I wake up in the morning to my alarm clock with dread in my voice, like, oh, here we go, another day. And man, I got so much on my calendar. It's going to be a long day. And then, you know, it's here we go again, right? That's a, that's a negative energy that's going to lead to more negative energy. If instead I get up and decide, no, this is, this is going to be a great day. I'm a difference maker. I'm made for this moment. I'm going to make decisions that are going to bless other people around me and help draw out their very best. Yeah. Just by changing my, my conversation when I get out of bed. It changes all of them. Changes my energy and changes and, and everybody around me. Yeah, that's great. It's I, contagious. I There's that. no doubt about it. I love it. That, that mindset. Okay, so you guys have just released a new book called Life Word, and where one word is about now and transformation and living out that whole focus for the year kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Life Word is is sort of a legacy play, yeah. a way to think about legacy. Tell us about that book. Tell us a little bit about how you how. Yeah. how so how do I come up with a with a life word? Yeah, and uh, coach me a little bit on that. Yeah, well, it's interesting because Life Word probably should have been written before One Word. Yeah, <laughs> one, one Word's about change now. Life Word is about a life of meaning. Yeah. You know, it's about leaving a legacy, the stuff that you leave behind in others that continues to have a life of its own far beyond you. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's this whole concept of beginning with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. It's living your life in reverse. If you take a look ahead, 30, 40, 50, whatever that time frame is to the end of your life, and you ask, what will people that are most important to me say about me? Mm. What type of impact will they talk about that I had, that my life had on their life, and how did it make them different or better? Yeah. The answers to those questions help you to get in the right mindset to select your life word, okay. which is really, it's, it's the word that drives your focus for, for your life. Yeah. So one word is life change right now. Life word is legacy in the future. You know, it's what, how, what difference is my life going to make? And, and you're explaining this to me uh, earlier, but it's, it's the intersection between passion, power and purpose, power and purpose. Okay. I yeah. want to make sure I said that right. Yeah. So it's, if you can imagine where your power comes from, That's right. what your purpose is, where your passion is and yep. inside that intersection, right. if you can, if you can discern that and get that, that word becomes That's the right. focal point really for your life, for your the life. way you live your life out. So yeah. You got a life word? You, I'm, I do. I'm sure you do. Tell, I do. Tell me what it is. My, my life word is inspire. Inspire. So the purpose of my life Which is, is perfect. To, yeah, is to inspire people to uh, experience God, their God-given potential in yeah. their best life. I mean, my job in my life is to breathe life into you in such a way that you have an opportunity to become your very best. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. So everything. Now think about it. So and that, you've been doing that for two days. I've been. You've been taking notes. I've been taking yeah. notes. Too. It's been, we've been. We've been having a blast the last couple it's been days. Great. So you wake up every day and think, how can I inspire people today? How can I add value right. to the people that I'll be with That's today? Right. Correct. Yeah. So I look around. What What are my spheres of influence? Who are the people that matter most to me? Who am I stewarding as a leader, as as a husband, as a father, etc.? Who am I influencing today, and how can I best bring out their best? How can I inspire them to want to aspire? to a greater life, yeah. a greater life of impact. That's so good. Yeah. And I'll, yeah, I don't always get it right. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but it gives you man, something to come back to, to keep coming back to. Yes. It's a plumb line. And yeah. No that's, doubt. that's really good. That's really good. Okay. So how do we find you, man? Tell, tell us uh, if people out there listen, want to connect with you, uh, how, how do they, how do they find you? Well, they can find me online at jimmypage.us. Okay. And uh, I, I also am on Twitter at jimmypagevt. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. They, you there know. you go. He's a hokey. I'm a loyalist. Yeah. Jimmy Page <laughs> VT is his Twitter handle. Okay. That's good. 
and they can find you in Barnes and Noble with uh, one word and life word, right? That's right, man. Yeah. So thanks for being with us. Jimmy's going to be, be uh, joining me again next time to talk a little bit about health and wellness, which is going to be great. But today, let's just recap a couple of things he said. One of the things he talked about was just the power of growth and how the leader really needs to model growth for the rest of the organization. If the leader is growing, the organization is going to be growing. Stuff we talk about all the time is great stuff. And then I, I love the focus of of just being positive. And two things he said there. One was positivity is a choice. Uh, I, I, I was just reminded as he was talking about uh, Dr. Henry, Henry Cloud always says, you are ridiculously in charge. And that is so uh, so much in line with what Jimmy's saying there. When it comes to our the way we think, our attitude, our energy, those things, it's a choice. We really are in charge. And, and if you're out there listening and you've been negative with your team or you've been dragging people down, I just would encourage you today to make the right choice to change the way you think and begin to feed yourself first. And as you do that, uh, the, the second thing he said was it becomes contagious. And so if we have this positive attitude, bring energy, not only we choose to do that, it helps us, but we it becomes contagious. And the next thing you know, our team is influenced in a great way. And then finally, just uh, I love the, the challenge to think 30, 40, 50 years ahead. Uh, if you're out there, what word would you choose to say, this is what I want my life to be about. This is the way I want to, would want to be described when it's all said and done. So I just encourage you to pick up a copy of Life Word and One Word if you, if you haven't read them both. Uh, Jimmy's books are great. And uh, again, thanks for joining us on the Randy Gravit Leadership Podcast. We'll be back with you next time where Jimmy's going to join us again and we're going to talk about uh, just the power of health and wellness and what it means to be fit to lead.